Why did the box go to the movies? Why not? Because he had no tickets and legs. Do you know? Or eyes. He didn't have eyes. Ear Snacks. With Andrew and Polly. Hey, that's us. That's us. Yeah. Woohoo. Yeah. Whoa, what's that? Wow, sorry, sorry, sorry. Holly, what are you doing? Nothing, nothing. I just, I'm I'm getting ready for this episode of Ear Snacks. Ear Snacks. I'm just doing a little bit of research. Research on what? Well, can you guess what this episode is about? Hmm, let me try. What is that sound? Boxes. Yeah, that is totally right. You're, You're listening, listening to, to Ear Snacks. Ear Snacks. Ear Snacks. And we are talking about... Boxes. 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 What's a box? A box? A box is something you carry really heavy things in. Like, the mailman puts things in that he mails to you. Um, a box is something with a lid that holds things in it. Usually, it's usually square. A square. A square. Triangle. Wait, is it a square or a cube? Square is flat. A cube. A cube, a cube has four items instead of flat. One, two, three, four, five, six. six. Top. Bottom. Side. 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 It's a square and it has six sides. Six sides, yeah. A cube is a square, but it melts right away. Um, but a box never melts. I think you're thinking of an ice cube? Oh, yeah. Um, it's something that you can... Anything really. What could you put in a box? Luggage. A Christmas tree. I would put my brother. No. A brother hundred ninety pieces of candy. Giant animals. I shouldn't have said that. Why not? Because a, a giant animal won't fit in the box. A huge elephant. Uh, yeah, I'll put all my stuff in What would you keep in a really small box? A really small box would be one that put jewelry A box for earrings. Mommy has a lot of those. A little box that you keep a wand in. Oh no, is this? (laughs) (laughs) If you were going to give someone a present in a box, what would you do? Black paper. paper I had white polka dotted paper. String. Ribbon. Red ribbon and a little card. And they usually have bows on them. Last year for Christmas time, I made my grandpa a special Christmas card with some gum on it. You had to open up the wrapper and the bows and see what's inside. Oh, have you ever heard of boxing? Boxing, yeah. In a boxing match, you just put some gloves on boxing gloves. And then you put bigger gloves over it. Well, we have one at our house. It's when people fight. Like the game Daddy has on the TV. Which is for the Wii. And we play it a lot on the Wii Sports. Oh, 
a jukebox is? A jukebox? Oh, I see what you're talking about. And the cat in it. What's a jukebox? Uh, it's a box that holds jokes. No, that's a joke box. It plays music. It's something that you play music, like at the Jukebox Diner, they have one there. And they play old Classical music like what? Like the Beatles. Ooh, what's a Jack in the Box? Uh, a Jack, a jack in, the in the Box. A Jack in the Box has something coming out of it. And you wind it up. Pop comes a little <laughs> monkey man comes out. It plays random random mulberry bush. <gasps> we love mulberries. What do you do when you're done with a box? Put it outside. You might throw it away. Then your parents don't get mad at you. When I'm done with the box, I recycle it. What does recycle mean? Recycle means it goes into a trash can. People turn it into new stuff. It's when you reuse something. Boil it up and can turn it into something new. I think you turn boxes into you you could like put it somewhere and save it to make things. Boxes. 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 Oh, you can make that. Paper airplane. Make a car. Hide from a monster. Boxes. Boxes. A miniature house out of a box. Houses are like boxes. I think when I put my brother in the box, it's pretty fun. A wooden box? Treasure box. Box turtles. It's a type of turtle species. My box what holds my violin. You can have a wooden box for your tools. As big as the living. Goodbye, Andrew. Aw, thanks, guys. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Pete. You know what one of my favorite books about boxes is? What is it? Not a Box by Antoinette Portis. That's a great book. It would be so cool if we could ask her questions about her book. Why don't we try it? Let's do it. Okay. Can you tell us your name? Antoinette Portis. Well, this episode of Ear Snacks is all about boxes. Yay, boxes! Woo! So naturally, we thought of you because we love your book, Not a Box. We love all your books, but Not a Box is one that we love, and so does our son. And he fits in almost any box. At that age, all boxes are big, which is so cool. The older you get, the bigger the box you have to get. Pretty soon you gotta get a refrigerator box, and those are hard to come by. I remember when we got a refrigerator box, the whole neighborhood comes over to like play with the box. I was maybe seven or eight, and I remember we had it in our front yard, and like everybody came over, and it was like, you know, it's a spaceship, it's, you know, it's very exciting. That's a perfect anecdote for a question that we have from one of your fans, um, Ruby, who is seven years old and just moved from Brooklyn to New Jersey. So she and her family have still some moving boxes in their new house. Oh. She wanted to know, what inspired you to write the book? Um, we used to get groceries in boxes. And I can't remember whether if my mom went to the store, they just gave us the stuff in boxes. Um, but anyway, we always had boxes around there, the kind with the top sheared off, and they were super sturdy, you know, because the kind that put groceries in, like, or, you know, creative oranges, they really had a lot of solidity to them. And I was at my mom's house, you know, before I wrote Not a Box, washing dishes at her sink, looking out on the driveway where I was a kid, where I sat with my brother in a, we had a couple of 
grocery store boxes lined up and we'd put tin can lids on the front for the train headlights and we thought we were geniuses. I mean, we were just like, oh my God, we are so the most creative people on the planet. And you know, we'd draw on the side. And so it was our train and we'd hook the two together with wire. And, and so I'm, I'm the oldest, so I'm sitting in the front. I get to be the, the engineer, whatever it's called. And so we're in my driveway, it had um, grass down the middle and cement on the side. So it had kind of a track-like effect. And then at the end was our garage, which was this big black hole, like a tunnel. So it just was a perfect train illusion. So, you know, we're sitting there, doing the whole train thing. And I was there washing dishes, imagining my mother looking out at us sitting in boxes going, okay. Fine, glad you're entertaining yourselves. I have no idea what you're doing. And so what was important to me was the difference between an adult's point of view about what a kid is doing and a kid's complete enthrallment. And they've created this universe and it's real to them and an adult doesn't see it. I mean, no one else can see it except the other people you're playing with. It's human nature to imagine. Like if people didn't imagine, scientists would never invent anything. Like we would have no television and no computers. The most important part was whatever you thought, you know? If you didn't have time to decorate it or it wasn't convenient, you'd just climb in it and it's something. Well, okay, so we can think of a ton of fun things to do with boxes that are bigger than you because they can be transportation. Or homes. Or buildings or, or homes, homes, short right. towers. What about a small box? I used to have this little tiny teddy bear. And I, we had these ferns on, near our driveway and there were these little tiny caves in the ferns and I used to like make a little home inside for my little, you know, and I had this little vase and I would put these tiny little flowers in the little vase for the little bear. And so a little box becomes a vehicle or a home for a little thing or some creature. And not a box. What kind of animal is the main character? A rabbit. Does the rabbit have a name? No. I often don't name my characters. Some people start with setting, some people start with character, and I usually start with idea. Like, it's about the idea. I was like, I want to do a story about a box, and I first I drew a little boy, and then I went, I want a kid to be able to, if they're a girl, to look at it and go, that's me, or if they're a boy, that's me. So animals are really good for that because they're universal and everybody can identify, so I just went, I'll make it a rabbit. Question, what is a box? What's a box? I would say it is a container usually intended to hold something else. That you can put things in. That holds things in it. And it could be wood. A wooden box. Could be cardboard. Cardboard. <laughs> it could be silk covered elm wood, who knows? But the box's intention is to hold something else, either to carry or to protect something of value. You can use it for anything, really. The box is the ultimate imagination holder, is what really, for children, what it carries. It's just magical space where you can put your imagination. Ears. Yeah. Playing with boxes is so fun. Holly, did you know there's something called the Box Project? Oh, really? Yeah, our friend Eliza started it. I'd love to hear more about that. Let's give her a call. Bring, 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 bring. Hi, Eliza. Hi, Andrew and Polly. My name is Eliza Gregory. I really like to help people play and learn and feel interested in things. Eliza started something called the Box Project. So the Box Project is a room full of people 
playing with boxes. The box project has had two incarnations so far. It's been at the Portland Art Museum in June of 2014, and it has been at the Asian Art Museum in San Francisco um, in March of 2015. People are really creative and amazing. Um, and know what to do with boxes because everybody plays with them. What do people do at the box project? People build a cardboard world. And it's really fun and it's really, really different every time we do it. It has a great energy to it. There's creativity happening on all these different scales. So you'll have some people who are working in tiny, tiny ways, doing tiny things that are beautiful. Then other people are doing huge things and like putting boxes on top of boxes and like jumping on them and, and whacking each other with box bits. <laughs> that sounds like so much fun. Where do these box projects happen? I like for the box project to be in art museums because usually the museum is showing you stuff, it's telling you how to think about that stuff in a particular kind of a way. The box project flips around the normal dynamic, makes the museum essentially listen to the audience. So tell us about some of the things that have happened at the box project. In Portland, there is this wonderful family. This was at the Portland Art Museum. This really sort of soft-spoken family came in, and, and there were two girls who were probably about seven and nine, and a mom and dad. And the mom said, well, so how does this work? And so I was explaining to them. And they said, well, we feel, our girls feel a little bit shy about um, being creative in public or making art in public. And I said, oh, well, that's fine. Just do what you feel. There's no pressure. So I just thought, oh, well, they're not going to make anything. And I came back a little while later, and this family had made a perfect replica of a piano. And the littlest girl was sitting on the piano bench playing the piano. Of course, no sound coming out because it's just imaginary. Playing the piano, and the handouts that we had, the parenting articles, were the sheet music. And she was, like, turning the pages and playing the piano. And it was so exquisite. It was totally beautiful. <laughs> and I was like, jaw on floor. Another great one was um, a jail. A little girl and her auntie built a jail. And they used the green tape that we had to write the word jail on the side of it. And they had bars on the windows. And she actually imprisoned me for a little while. And that was pretty amusing. <laughs> Sounds like so much fun. I want to go. Yeah, me too. Let's go. We have this online portion of the Box Project where anybody who makes something can take a picture of it and submit it at theboxproject.org. Or if you're looking for ideas, you can go there and just browse and see what other people have done. So somebody sent me a video of a giant cardboard maze. This family took over one of the rooms in their house. They got all these refrigerator boxes and they built a maze for their son's um, fourth or fifth birthday party. And so they, they just built it for the party and they, you know, had all these kids over and they just totally, you know, crawling all over this, this maze and having a blast. And they did a little video of when they unveiled it, when they like took their son down in the morning on his birthday um, to see it for the first time. And he's just so pumped. <laughs> it's great. For more information about The Box Project and Eliza Gregory's work, visit theboxproject.org. Theboxproject.org. And that's our show. Woohoo! Thank you so much to Gavin, Manny, Charlie, Conrad, Honey, and Leanna, and Paul Sauer. Gray. 
and Sadie Kate Alverson and their parents. And thanks for listening to Ear Snacks. You guys make this show possible, you awesome kids and parents out there who contribute. Thank you. You can find out more about Ear Snacks at andrewandpolly.com. And Facebook and Insta. And if you like it, share it. And if you want to be on Ear Snacks, all you have to do is ask. Until next time, enjoy those boxes. Thank you for remembering it's Hanukkah tonight. That gift you sent looks very nice, lit up with candlelight. We hardly got it up the stairs, can't believe you fit that thing in there. It's immensely large and monumental, big, gigantic, and colossal. You didn't have to go to all that trouble. But thank you for the box. I like to sit in it and read while I wear my reading socks. My parents didn't understand until I showed them how to build a tower, knock it down, and then construct a whole big town. And now we're in the backyard, so we're going to need more cardboard. Did you know there's another gift-giving occasion in December? It's true. Thank you for the very thoughtful, wonderful, lovely gift you gave me. I opened it with my entire family at dawn on Christmas morning. It's like an alligator alien and hours of entertainment. But then my brother stole it from me, and I stole it back from him. After my mom took it away, I'm not quite sure just where it went. Where is that thing? I don't know. But thank you for the box. It's exactly small enough to fill up with little rocks. It fits right in the freezer. Now the rocks are really cold. They're right next to the chicken pot pie that's getting pretty old. Oh, thank you, thank you for this box. You really know what's up. It's exactly what I needed. And did you know my birthday's coming up? So next time, just the box, please. We'll build a pirate ship and we'll sail around the world. We'll cut it up and make a bunch of tiny leaves. Stick them on the wall and fill the living room with trees. So thank you for the box. I built an awesome robot suit and wore it to the beach. We dug a bunch of craters, made it look just like the moon. I wonder, are you planning to come visit sometime soon? Cause if you bring a box with you, there won't be one but two. Robots on the moon singing a robot too. A one, two, three, four, thank you for the box. Boop, 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 ba da da beep, beep, thank you for the box. Boop, boop, boop. How about in Spanish? Uno, dos, tres, cuatro. Muchas gracias for the box. Muchas gracias for the box. Thank you for the box.